1-866-472-5186-6775. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Radio Show, only on Financial News and Talk. Now live in studio, your host, local and national real estate expert and consumer advocate, Ron Siegel. And hello again. Welcome to Ron Siegel Radio. This is the show with no real boundaries. As we discuss current events, financial markets, politics, sports, even poking fun of the rest of the media, this is the show that connects the dots of confusion delivered by conflicting media reports. We connect the dots so you know the actions you can take, how your family, your business can benefit from current events. Most of all, thank you for joining me. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day. We have a very focused show. We only chat about items that affect the roof of your head, your bank account, and anything I feel would benefit you. And never remind you, if you ever have any home or finance-related questions, I am the consumer advocate looking out for you, and you can reach out to me directly, 800-306-1990. And yes, of course, we are celebrating. We do that every day on Ron Siegel Radio. I don't have a cocktail to celebrate with, but hey, we celebrate anyway. Today is National Rubber Ducky Day. <laughs> it is what it is. Okay, what am I going to say? Stephen Foster Memorial Day, National Sticker Day, National Peach Melba Day. I think that's what we're going to have to go with. Having beaten anorexia, I will go with National Peach Melba Day. Man, what is Peach Melba anyway? I know it's a nice-looking cobbler there. Yes, indeed, uh, a little bit of uh, peach sauce or whatever, uh, ice cream, whipped cream, cherry on top. Because <sighs> that won't do my diet very well, will it? Hey, what are the markets doing today? The Dow Jones is now down 22 points. NASDAQ uh, is up 53. S&P 500 up 4. Oil down 18 cents a barrel right now. Should we look or should we not? That's always our question. When it comes to oil, do we want to know what the oil world is doing? Sometimes it makes us a little disappointed here in Calizuela. National average gallon of gasoline, $2.35 right now, $2.35. It was yesterday, $2.33.3, so it's up a little bit. Calizuela, we're paying $3.31 on average. And over there in Mississippi, they're at $2.04 a gallon. 204 Calizuela 331 sounds like about a dollar 27 that we are paying for the benefit of the Calizuela lifestyle. Wait a second. Our economy's closed, our roads are not that great. We don't have power half the or part of the time, not half the time. We don't have power part of the time and we get to pay more money for all for that benefit. Isn't that special? Oh, well, we'll continue looking on here. Let's take a look at the interest rate market. The 10-year treasury, great, great. We had a real good auction yesterday on the 10-year treasury. Well, what does that mean? Well, when you buy, they buy the bonds, that means the bond price goes up, the rate goes down. So we're at 1.10 right now, down about three basis points from where we were on that 10-year treasury. So let's continue our search on what's going on. Uh, let's see. I had yeah, the big news of the day, obviously. It, it's amazing. With about seven days left in the administration, still leading the world as far as uh, controlling the narrative of what goes on in our country, Donald Trump. Nancy Pelosi's back at it again, so she's going to 
they're going through many have even happened already they're going through the another version of the impeachment so you've got some of the never trumpers liz cheney rhino she's all in favor of wars and and occupying countries so she's not in favor of the president she's going to vote to impeach him fascinating how you know the the democrats uh, claim that they don't want all the wars all over but they like it when they get people that are the warmongers on their side i heard uh, crazy Nancy Pelosi this morning make a comment that the president needs to be removed immediately. Right? So by the time this even gets to the Senate, the president will be out of office. According to Alan Dershowitz, this is all just a waste of time, a distraction, because you can't, according to him, you cannot impeach somebody that's not in office. Impeachment means removal of office. You can't remove somebody from office who's not in office. And you can't ban, and the that is one of the requirements to ban somebody from running for office in the future is they must have been removed from office for cause. So can't do it. But what are they doing all this for? It's showtime. Pelosi has nothing better to do with her time than to continually harass the president of the United States and the lame media. They continue to sit on sit with her harassing the president of the United States. If, anybody, if we did that with uh, Joe Biden, I wonder what the lame media would be doing uh, if that was the case. But here's the, the real issue. Here's the problem is the president-elect is not doing anything or not able to do anything to bring his agenda or get his agenda in place because they're all busy worried about this stupid hoax again. And based on what the rules are, well, the impeachment is supposed to take precedent over everything. You're not supposed to do anything in the Senate until the impeachment is uh, adjudicated. So that would mean that when they come back from their break of the week, I mean, obviously they get a recess every couple of days. They can't work too long in Washington. You and I can work a lot, but senators and Congress people they have to take uh, time off every 20 minutes. So here's the issue is that when they come back, the idea is they're supposed to take this up immediately and do nothing else until it's resolved. Will they? Well, that means that we won't be getting a Secretary of Defense, a Secretary of State, a Secretary of Treasury. None of that's supposed to happen uh, for the Biden administration because they're worried about removing somebody from office who's no longer in office. Does that make any sense? But as I've shared with you in the past, there's a lot of things with Pelosi that doesn't make sense. Why has she made one of the House managers again, Eric Swalwell, who we know and Pelosi's known longer than us, even knew it before she did this the first time, that he's got a relationship with a Chinese spy. So you got a relationship with a Chinese spy. You're in the House of Representatives. The Speaker of the House puts you on the intelligence committee and assigns you to being a floor manager for an impeachment of the united states twice is anybody else scratching their head is anybody else saying hmm does this make sense to anybody am i the only one that kind of questions this <sighs> well the fake news new york times was at it again they basically said that mitch mcconnell was going to side with the impeachment process mitch mcconnell's office says no he's not he said he never said that. That was a comment that was not made 
And the fake New York Times, fake news New York Times, came up with that on their own. Amazing. Carl Rove says it's unseemingly pushed to impeach Trump is not good for the country. Does that surprise anybody? Surprise, surprise, surprise. Uh, unbelievable. Again, I told you about Liz Cheney. She's, yes, the, uh, the pro-war monger and anti-Trumper. So she's voting for impeachment or says she will. President Trump yesterday down at the uh, wall in Texas, 450 miles of border wall. Wonder what they're going to do with that in the Biden administration, being that it's been so successful. Are they going to get get rid of it? I don't know. Unbelievable. Let's see what else is going on in the news. Um, a lot of, a lot of uh, arrests, it looks like, and that's good. Right, The Florida man was arrested for carrying Nancy Pelosi's lectern. Glad they're arresting all these people. It's good to see that, and I said this during the, the Democrat riots as well during the summer. You know, something you break the law, you do these things, you should get uh, charged. You should get arrested. You should be uh, face the full effects of the law. <sighs> Just throw that out there and, and say, you know something? Get them. Go get them. 170 charged in the riot so far. I think that is great, if, uh, every one of them. So no, no place in that for our country. Uh, let's see. Uh, Twitter silent after Pelosi tweet declaring 2016 election was hijacked. Hmm. So they banned the president of the United States, but when Nancy Pelosi says that, it's okay. Okay, that's an interesting concept, but it does, does it surprise anybody? No, not really. Let's see what else we've got. CNN declares Trump a terror leader and demands isolation. Unbelievable. In fact, it's funny how you watch some of these things. And Trump's a terror leader, yet he's killed the ter- or he's led the, the uh, process of getting rid of so many terrorists, gotten us out of wars, averted wars, yet the Cannabis News Network has says, that he's a quote-unquote terrorist leader. Guess that shows how much you can believe what the Cannabis News Network has to say. Pence won't play Pelosi's quote-unquote political games triggering the Second Amendment impeachment, their second impeachment. Fascinating there as well. Got a lot going on right now, but nothing seems to be more important to the to the Democrats than just this impeachment issues. What a waste of time. You're listening to Ron Siegel Radio discussing your real estate, current events, and the financial markets. When we come back, I'm going to give you our 2021 housing forecast. I told you I would do it. We will. Will forbearance plans lead to a tsunami of foreclosures? Five steps to a better credit in the new year, all that and more. You can reach me anytime. Our off-air number is 800-306-1990, or ronsiegelradio.com. Connect with us, facebook.com forward slash Ron Siegel Radio on Twitter at Ron Siegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the numeral 1 on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Estate Radio is hosted by local real estate and finance expert, Ron Siegel. The purpose of this show is to help consumers understand what's really going on in our local real estate market. We're teaching you the why and the how-to, so you'll always be one step ahead of everyone else. Whether you need to sell your home for top dollar, refinance and save money, or even buy a bargain in Southern California, Ron Siegel can help. 
Call Ron directly at 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Take advantage of speaking with Ron anytime you're entering a real estate transaction. Having someone who can answer all of your questions that truly cares about you and your family's best interest is priceless. Call Ron Siegel today and you'll be glad you did. 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or you can visit realestateradiowithron.com for more info. Blue Water Credit Repair is the industry leader in fixing bad credit. Did you know a 40-point increase in your credit score can save you $40,000 on a home loan and $4,000 on a car loan? You deserve good credit and peace of mind. Take the first step today and go to bluewatercredit.com and register for a free consultation from one of their credit repair experts. That's bluewatercredit.com. Trimming of your retirement does not include losing your house. However, due to today's lower stock market, higher medical bills, and taxes, many retirees face this very problem. This is why it is necessary that you, as a baby boomer, considering retirement within the next 10 years, understand reverse mortgages and what one could do for you or your parents. A reverse mortgage could make it possible for you or your parents to travel, buy a second home, or start a new business. For more information about reverse mortgages, just call our off-air number at 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or visit realestateradiowithron.com and click the free workshop button. Are you currently renting a home? Do you like paying someone else's mortgage payment? Why not explore the options to purchase your own home? Can you imagine a 30-year fixed rate below 3.5% APR? This means with $10,500, you can purchase a $300,000 home and have a principal and interest payment of about $1,300 per month. What are you paying in rent? Does your family deserve the opportunity to take advantage of the current market? To learn more about these exciting opportunities, the Siegel Lending Team is standing by to speak with you. Call now, 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or visit SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L, LendingTeam.com. Rate subject to change without notice. License to NMLS ID 217037, Equal Housing Lender. Not endorsed or sponsored by any government agency. Are you paying rent because you cannot afford to live in your dream home? Are you paying rent because you don't believe you have the down payment funds to purchase your own home? At Siegel Lending Team at RonIsMyLender.com has up to $25,000 to help qualified people purchase their own home at amazing interest rates. Contact the Siegel Lending Team today at RonIsMyLender.com. Again, RonIsMyLender.com. Licensed under NMLS 217037. RonIsMyLender.com. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert, Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio anytime at 800-306-1990. The Mortgage Minute today being brought to you by our friends at Geneva Financial when you're ready for that next home loan. Geneva, they've got the programs for you. You just need to make the call, Geneva Financial. They've got it. They've got the down payment assistance programs. You name it, they've got them all. Just uh, give them a call, get on the line with them, or call our, our team, our private client team. will be more than happy to assist you. 
1990. So what is going on in the markets today? That would be the, the mortgage minute. So we watch and we see that the Dow Jones Industrial Average right now down 29 points. We're looking at the NASDAQ up 57 points, obviously, uh, traveling in different directions today. Why is that happening? S&P 500 is up 4.51. 10-year Treasury down four basis points. Mortgage-backed securities up 14 basis points, meaning interest rates are down just a little bit right now. We've told our private clients that if you can wait, do it. The numbers, they always, always, always overreact. So be aware that that's just part of the process of what's going on. Let's see what else we've got. Uh, Mortgage Bankers Association released their mortgage application data for last week, showing that overall application volume increased by 16.7% to their highest level since March. Refinances were up 20% last week and are 92.5% higher Year over year, purchase volume was up 8% last week and is 9.8% higher than last year. The refinance share of mortgage activity increased from 73.5% to 74.8% of all mortgages. We expected a bounce back after the previous report that covered the holiday weeks because the MBA historically does a poor job of estimating application volume during holiday shortened periods. Interest rates increased from 2.86 to 2.88, still 99 basis points, basically 1% lower than this time last year. And remember, you got to pay a little bit of a point, a little fraction of a point to get that rate. CPI, the Consumer Price Index, measures inflation on the consumer level up 0.4% for the month of December. Year-over-year reading increased from 1.2% to 1.4%. About 60% of the rise was due to gasoline prices core reading which drips out food and energy was up only 0.1 percent month over month and the year over year reading remains stable at 1.6 percent when taking service inflation out of the picture goods prices were up 1.7 percent year over year and is the fastest pace since april 2012 this has to do with supply chain issues companies are have having that is causing the cost of goods to rise Basically, remember, supply and demand hits all over. So if there's no supply and there's continued demand, prices are going to go up. Think about that. Well, a lot of people are not going to hotels. They're not going to restaurants. That's the services portion. That's going down. That wasn't wasn't strong. But buying things at, at stores, well, we're eating at home more. Food doesn't go into that, but all of the other accessories to eating, plates, utensils, uh, napkins, things we're cleaning products for the house, all of that, toilet paper, all of that's going up in price, and that's being reflected in that core reading of the CPI numbers. Rents rising 2.3% across the U.S., down from 2.4% the previous month. But that might not be the whole story. Many markets are seeing rents rise at a faster pace, but some of the major cities are seeing sharp declines, and that's dragging down the overall figures like Los Angeles or New York. Nobody wants to live there because of all of the unrest, so the rent goes down. See what happens there. We'll talk about that more in our forecast in a little bit. 
As I mentioned to you earlier, the 10-year auction yesterday was very good. Today we've got a 30-year bond auction. We'll see what happens there. That's the Mortgage Minute brought to you by our friends at Geneva Financial. And because I want to do for you or get you the 2021 housing forecast, we're going to do that next segment. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to get you our real-time real estate segment. We do that usually in our C block every day. But we're going to do that today right here, right now. And then we'll get you in the next block right after the break. I'm going to get you our 2021 housing forecast. That's also going to give you what, what we're seeing, why we're seeing it, where do we see housing going, and what are we seeing with interest rates. I think you're going to be surprised when you see what we have to say about the housing market and interest rates. But right now, the real-time real estate segment being brought to you by the area-trusted real estate professionals of Ron Siegel Radio. Text SLT Home Digest to 79564. SLT Home Digest to 79564. Find your dream home before someone else does. Digest tells you exactly what the county recorder knows about your property. It tells you what the market believes about your property. Get it all for free. Will forbearance plans lead to a tsunami of foreclosures? At the onset of the economic disruptions caused by the COVID pandemic, the government quickly put into place forbearance plans to allow homeowners to remain in their homes without making their monthly mortgage payments. Today, almost 3 million households are actively in forbearance plan. Though 29.4% of those in forbearance have continued to stay current on their payments. Many have not. Yanling Mayer, principal economist at CoreLogic, recently revealed, quote, a distributional analysis of foreborn loans payment status reveals that more than one-third, 39.1% of all foreborn loans are now 150-plus days behind payment. As many as one in four, 25.5%, are 180 days past due, unquote. These homeowners have been given permission to not make their payments, but the question is now, how many of them will be able to catch up after the forbearance program ends? There's speculations that a forthcoming wave of foreclosures could be the result, and that could lead to another crash in home values like we saw a decade ago. However, today's situation is different than in 2006 to 2008. At the housing crisis, many homeowners had tremendous amounts of, today many have, easy for me to say, today many of the homeowners have tremendous amount of equity in their homes. So let's see what the experts are saying. Over the last 30 days, several industry experts have weighed in on this subject. Michael Sklars, president at Collateral Analytics, quote, we may very well see a meaningful increase in the number of homes listed for sale as these borrowers choose to sell at what is arguably an intermediate top in the market and downsize to more affordable homes rather than face foreclosure. Unquote. Odetta Kushi, Deputy Chief Economist at First American, quote, the foreclosure process is based on two steps. First, the homeowner suffers an adverse economic shock, leading to the homeowner becoming delinquent on their mortgage. However, delinquency by itself is not enough to send a mortgage into foreclosure. With enough equity, a homeowner has the option of selling their home or tapping into their equity through a refinance to help weather the economic shock. It is a lack of sufficient equity, the second component of the dual trigger that causes a, a serious delinquency 
to become a foreclosure, unquote. Don Layton, Senior Industry Fellow at the Joint Center for Housing Studies of Harvard University. Quote, with a greater cushion of equity, troubled homeowners have dramatically improved options, a greater ability to access funding, to keep paying monthly expenses until family finances might recover, improved ability to qualify for and support a loan modification, and if push comes to shove, the ability to sell the home and monetize their increased net worth while reducing monthly payment obligations. So, what should lenders and servicers expect? A large number of forbearances or only a modest increase? I believe the latter. That's uh, what Don Layton said from the Joint Center for Housing Studies at Harvard University. With today's positive equity situation, many homeowners will be able to use a loan modification or refinance to stay in their homes. If not, some will go to foreclosure, but most will be able to sell and walk away with their equity. Won't the additional homes on the market impact prices? Distressed properties, foreclosures, and short sales sell at a significant discount. If homeowners sell instead of going into foreclosure, the impact on the housing market will be much less severe. We must also realize that there is currently an unprecedented lack of inventory on the market. Just last week, Realtor.com explained, quote, Nationally, the number of homes for sale was down 39.6%, accounting for 49,000 fewer homes for sale than last December, unquote. It's important to remember that there weren't enough homes for sale even then, and inventory has only continued to decline. The market has the potential to absorb half a million homes this year without causing home values to depreciate. Bottom line, the pandemic has led to both personal and economic hardships for many American households, the overall residential real estate market, however, has weathered the storm and will continue to do so in 2021. That's the real-time real estate segment, again, brought to you by the Area Trusted Real Estate Professionals of Ron Siegel Radio. Text SLT Home Digest to 79564. Find your dream home before someone else does. When we come back, housing and interest rate outlook 2021. That will be our subject. You can reach me anytime. Our offer number 800-306-1990, 800 306 or Connect with us, facebook.com forward slash Ron Siegel Radio on Twitter at Ron Siegel. And if you miss any part of our Ron Siegel one on YouTube, Ron Siegel the number one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Hi, we're here with Ron Siegel, the host of Real Estate Radio. Ron, welcome to the studio. Give us insight as to what your show is all about. Hi, Eric. Thanks for having me. Thanks for asking me that question. The reason we developed Real Estate Radio is right now there is an abundance of misinformation out there. So Real Estate Radio is a show designed to give Southern California a focal point for their real estate knowledge, as well as a place to go just in case they might need anything real estate related. So how are you helping people? That's actually pretty simple. People need advice. So it really doesn't matter who you are. If you have any real estate questions, we're here to help. Whether you're buying a home, selling, you're experiencing a loan modification, short sale, foreclosure, there are a lot of things going on in this marketplace. How can people get a hold of you? Real easy. All you have to do is call. The number is 1-800-306-1990. Press option one. Interesting times in the market right now. Where do you think the markets are going from here? That's a great question. All I can say is this. 
The housing market came down one house at a time. And what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to build it one house, one family at a time. So the best thing that anyone can do is access the free advice that we really want to give you. And to do that, you simply need to call me. The number is 1-800-306-1990, option one. I'd really love to help. Are you earning a safe, secure 10 plus percent return on your investments? Is your credit score over 800? Are you living in the home of your dreams or simply where you think you can afford? If the answer to any of these questions is no, what are you doing about it? Text ATP to 79564, complete a three-minute complimentary survey, and the area trusted professionals of Ron Siegel Radio will reach out to you to develop a success strategy for you. Again, all you need to do is text ATP to 79564. Are you paying rent because you think you cannot afford to live in your dream home? Are you renting because you don't believe that you have the down payment funds to purchase your own home? The Siegel Lending Team at RonIsMyLender.com has up to $25,000 to help qualified people purchase their own home at amazing interest rates. Contact the Siegel Lending Team today at RonIsMyLender.com. Again, RonIsMyLender.com, licensed under NMLS 217037. Ron is my Are you currently renting a home? Do you like paying someone else's mortgage payment? Why not explore the options to purchase your own home? Can you imagine a 30-year fixed rate below 3.5% APR? This means with $10,500, you can purchase a $300,000 home and have a principal and interest payment of about $1,300 per month. What are you paying in rent? Does your family deserve the opportunity to take advantage of the current market? To learn more about these exciting opportunities, the Siegel Lending Team is standing by to speak with you. Call now, 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or visit SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L, LendingTeam.com. Rate subject to change without notice. License to NMLS ID 217037, Equal Housing Lender. Not endorsed or sponsored by any government agency. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert, Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Segal Radio. Within every market, there are solutions, as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need uh, some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Segal Radio or anytime at 800-306-1990. 800-306-1990. So as I shared with you a little earlier, I'd like to bring you today our forecast for the 2020 housing market, housing and interest rate, our outlook for that. Give you some ideas as to what we're seeing, why we're seeing it. See if we can give you some uh, insight there. Grab some a couple of notes that I had here so I make sure and get you all the right information. So as we said, it's the 2021 interest. So first step, guess what? She's back. And if you're watching us on ronsegalradio.tv or the Ron Siegel Radio uh, st- uh, streams on any of our socials, you can go to Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube, Ron Siegel the number one on YouTube. Some of the charts that I'm going to show here today, or the AM 1490 ABC News and Talk video, you'll see that's also the charts and, and some of the data that I'm sharing is on here. So right now, obviously... Once we get the new administration in place and the cabinet in place, Janet Yellen, she's going to be back. So never met a spending plan that she didn't like. Janet Yellen, she was the former Federal Reserve Chair under President Obama. She's different than the outgoing Secretary, Steve Mnuchin. 
Mnuchin butted heads with Jerome Powell, who thought the Fed should be involved in everything. And uh, the Fed, Jerome Powell believes that still. He's still going to be the Fed chair for a while. But Janet Yellen, she's going to be on board with spending almost everything. Powell, he thinks he, be- he belongs butting into everything, so he's buying bonds, including Apple, McDonald's. Do you think Apple really needs the Federal Reserve to be buying their bonds with as much money as they have? I don't think so. But Steve Mnuchin, before Powell, he did butt heads with Janet Yellen. Correlation right now with Yellen coming back, a rise in gold, rise in silver, rise in Bitcoin. All that is because those are um, currencies that have some basis, right? They, they've got some fixed basis. Right now, the U.S. dollar, basically, it's just constantly borrowing. Maybe it's a bit overdone. We don't know. The dollar's losing value does pretend inflation. The bond market does not like it. All this additional spending does give us an idea that inflation could be on the way. But let's continue our, our journey here. The Fed's at zero. Fed funds rate at zero. That's different than mortgage rates. So if you look at, again, the chart that I'm sharing with you on the screens right now on our videos, the Fed funds rate can change day to day. Unlike mortgage rate, that's going to be 30 years in duration. If you look from 2009 through 2016, we basically had a Fed funds rate pretty close to zero. But we did see back in 2011, we saw interest go from 4% to 5 and an eighth. We saw in 2013, interest went from 35 to 4.75. Those were all during the times that the Federal Reserve had interest rates nearly zero. So there is a divergence between the Fed funds rate and the mortgage-backed securities. And you can see that on the chart. Again, go back and check out the charts if you don't have access to them while you're driving. I don't want you to get in an accident right now. So... The next concept here, as the debt increases, interest rates decline. I know everyone's telling you just the opposite. But when we have debt, many rates will rise with the debt. We're not printing money, though. You hear that on the news all the time. Well, we're printing money. No, we're not printing money. We're issuing more debt. And in the short run, issuing debt does create activity. Right? We start seeing when you're issuing all this debt, where's the money going to? It's going back into the economy. But, uh-oh, then the debt takes over, and you have to start making payments. Then when you have to start paying the debt, that's when interest, interest rates decrease. Why? Because the economy starts slowing down. We don't have the opportunity of doing all that. So what, the, what does the Federal Reserve do when, the, when they're starting to pay back the debt? Well, the Federal Reserve then comes out and they say, you know something, we better do something with quantitative easing. If you're at interest rates of, that are low, where like they are right now, zero, right? What else do they do? They start doing quantitative easing. They start going into the market, buying back the bonds, right? So that's how they're manipulating that. And we can see how this happens based on several other countries where we've done the same exact thing, France, Japan. Italy, the UK, as debt increases, interest rates decline, and that's happened historically all over the world. Stimulus creates a short 
short-term economic activity. Here's the, here's the easiest way to think about that. We go out and buy a car, right? You're excited about it. You went and spent a boatload of money. There was the salespeople, the dealership, the manufacturers, the trucking companies, the parts manufacturers. All that activity went into getting that new car for you and replenishing the inventory. Very, very exciting. Uh-oh, but the payments come down, come later. Once the euphoria of buying the car wears off, the payments don't stop, right? You continue having to make payments. There's no economic activity then, but you're keep, you have to keep paying the bill. That's the, what they call slowing down the velocity of money. That slows down economic activity. So you're paying off that debt that was there, but it doesn't do anything for economic activity. So we, we see the vicious circle there of having to try and stimulate the economy with some other method while that's happening. So we see rates remaining slow. Inflation pressures them lower. Debt technology is going to be the, uh, the ability to keep the rates, the, the rates low. The labor force, we know there's 10 million people unemployed. Hopefully they'll get their jobs back. That'll increase economic activity. Additional spending under the new administration is going to increase the supply of treasuries to be sold. Right? So they're, they're, going to be, they're going to have to issue more debt for all of the spending that the new administration wants. And as we're seeing right now, rates are likely to bump higher. But here's where we differ from many out in the marketplace right now. We're expecting that interest rates are going to go lower after this short-term drop in interest rates. So while the rates are likely to bump higher before resuming that downtrend, that's our forecast there. What about the real estate? What about property? Where are we at with that? Well, look at the chart that we've got on right now, if you can. That's an explosive growth in births. Yeah, people being born. And we're right now is the highest number is we're peaking there never before have we had as many people turning the magic age of 33 explosion births 33 years ago first time home buyers 30 to 32% of the home buying population 30 to 32% are first time home buyers when do people start buying their first home yeah age 33 where are those people is that explosion coming at right now yeah, age 33. So we've got that. And guess what? It's going to continue. The amount of people turning the age of 33 is going to grow. And continually, if you look at the charts that we've got there on right now, and that is creating demand. And that's just basic supply and demand. We talk about that all the time. So we're increasing the demand of people that are looking for new homes but what's the flip side of demand? Supply, right? And during this COVID pandemic, new construction has not been going on. It's not been keeping pace. We're showing that on the chart right now. There is less inventory available. We talked to you about that yesterday, that there is, we're at the lowest inventory levels of all time, right? So we've got about two, last year we said the same thing, but now we've got 200,000 less homes for sale than we had last year at this time. So 
with less inventory. Now we are seeing some some building coming back online, but it doesn't happen immediately. We don't, you know, you don't uh, say, okay, I'm going to start building a house tomorrow and it's done the day after. No, it's going to take some time to have that happen. So we are watching that. So there's less inventory, but I told you with all the births, new household formations, people's time to buy that first home, age 33, more people becoming age 33. Demand up, supply down means prices are going to continue to increase. And the low vacancies support this whole issue. So if we had enough demand, if we had enough supply, there might be a issue where people can go and just rent. Well, they can't do that because there's not enough vacancies. Vacancies are near record lows. Sellers carrying costs for vacancies, if they were there, well, then they might look to sell it. Right? If it was gonna if they if there was a vacancy, then the seller and the and the owner still had to make his payments, mortgage payments, insurance payments, tax payments, maintenance payments. Right, if there were vacancies, then they'd say, "Okay, well, we'll reduce the the mortgage amount or the the rental amount, and try and get it rented." But no, there's not a lot of vacancies where it's very very low on the vacancy, so there's no incentive for landlords to lower in lower their their rentals, or rental prices. So that's going to continue there. And as I mentioned a little bit ago, 2007 2008 is the last time was when we saw a lot of uh, lower amounts of inventory, but look where we are now, right? The, I'm sorry, it's backwards. 2007, 2008, during that crisis, there was a lot of inventory out there. Everybody was trying to sell their house, right? Because it was the musical chairs back then, right? So tight inventory helped mitigate housing downside in 95 and 2000. Inventory's tight right now. And again, as I mentioned before, according to Ivy Zellman at Zellman Associates, we're basically at the, since they started doing these numbers, we're at all-time lows of the, of the uh, inventory. So take a look at those numbers. Again, it's on the chart that we've got for you. Low inventory, high demand, prices continue to increase. Interest rates are going to be very favorable. It is a good time to buy. High demand, tight supply. We're going to call a 6% appreciation. So I think that that's what we're going to see on the housing side, forecasting 6%. And you've seen that. We talked about that earlier in the week when we had our millennial duo on the show with us. We talked about the different associations and organizations that gave us that information. So check that out. Just a little bit of data for you there. That is our 2021, 2021 forecast for housing and interest rates from your friends at Ron Siegel Radio. Again, if you ever want to reach out to us, our number is 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or ronsiegelradio.com. Connect with us, facebook.com forward slash Ron Siegel Radio on Twitter at Ron Siegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the numeral 1 on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Is your credit score over 800? Are you living in the home of your dreams or simply where you think you can afford? Are you earning a safe, secure 10 plus percent return on your investments? If the answer to any of these questions is no, what are you doing about it? Text ATP to 79564. 
Complete a three-minute complimentary survey, and the area-trusted professionals of Ron Siegel Radio will reach out to you to develop a success strategy for you. Again, all you need to do is text ATP to 79564. Do you have a goal of mortgage-free home ownership? What if your home was valued at $500,000? Are you aware that a free and clear home could be costing you $2,500 every month, $30,000 per year? The mortgage planners at the Siegel Lending Team would like to show you how you can own your home, generate tax-free income, and accumulate family wealth. You simply need to call Ron Siegel at 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. By sending the team a copy of your most recent mortgage statement, the team will send you a no-obligation mortgage adoption plan. You be the judge if it's right for your family. Again, all you have to do is send the team a copy of your mortgage statement by email to map at ronsiegelradio.com or call today, Ron Siegel, 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Great subject to change without notice. Licensed by the California Department of Corporation and MLS 217037 and DCAL-BRE number 0186945. Are you paying rent because you cannot afford to live in your dream home? Are you paying rent because you don't believe you have the down payment funds to purchase your own home? At Siegel Lending Team at RonIsMyLender.com has up to $25,000 to help qualified people purchase their own home at amazing interest rates. Contact the Siegel Lending Team today at RonIsMyLender.com. Again, RonIsMyLender.com. Licensed under NMLS 217037. RonIsMyLender.com. Do you believe Southern California real estate is a great investment? Are you a little short to be a cash investor? Are you missing the Social Security card or tax returns? The Siegel Lending Team has the loans for you. Common Sense Lending is back. Yes, there's a cost to higher risk, but the reward can be great. Call today for details. 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990. Great subject exchange without notice. Licensed by the California Department of Corporations. NMLS 217037 and VRE number 1869452. Are you currently renting a home? Do you like paying someone else's mortgage payment? Why not explore the options to purchase your own home? Can you imagine a 30-year fixed rate below 3.5% APR? This means with $10,500, you can purchase a $300,000 home and have a principal and interest payment of about $1,300 per month. What are you paying in rent? Does your family deserve the opportunity to take advantage of the current market? To learn more about these exciting opportunities, the Siegel Lending Team is standing by to speak with you. Call now, 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or visit SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L, LendingTeam.com. Rate subject to change without notice. Licensed to NMLS ID 217037, Equal Housing Lender. Not endorsed or sponsored by any government agency. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert, Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That's my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio or anytime at 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. The featured home segment today bring brought to you by... MySoCalLender.com, MySoCalLender.com. Who's got the property today? Yes, indeed, it's our friend. I think it's Melinda Johnson has this one today. So let's take a look at it. It is 2216 Camino Ray in Fullerton, five bedrooms, three full bathrooms. $1,049,000 is the price on this property. Sunny Hills area boasts views of Grissom Park. 
local foothills, peekaboo, city lights view, Catalina on a clear day, Disneyland fireworks at night. Blank canvas is waiting for you to make it your own, featuring a main floor bedroom and bathroom kitchen and family room that both look out to your private backyard and the view. Take the vintage-inspired sweeping staircase upstairs and find three additional bedrooms, a hall, bathroom, as well as master bedroom and an ensuite bathroom and generous-sized bonus rooms. All of that, price is right, $1,049,000. Let's look at, look at it, 10% down, you're looking at 4108 a month, 4109 a month, 20% down, 3652 a month, 25% down, three, $3,058 a month. For those of you keeping score, that would be an APR of 3.461, 3.295, and 2.575, respectively, NMLS 217037. Got to keep the compliance people happy. So we give you all of that information to make sure that we get that. Don't want to get uh, the, the government upset with us in any way. And all of that, if you want more information on this property, Melinda Johnson, again, has this property. 2216 Camino Ray, Fullerton. That is the featured home of the day, again, from our friend Melinda Johnson. Let's take a look. We've got, uh, I wanted to share with you one of the biggest segments we have on the broadcast all the time is when we talk, do our, some of our conversations about, about uh, credit. And I know it's a big, big issue for a lot of people. So I wanted to get some information to you on the credit world today. I'm trying to find my report on this because we did find some good stuff. There was a, if there, I get a lot of data. I think I've told you this before, but we get a lot of data from myfico.com. And no, I do not get paid by them. I wish I did. I should get paid by them, but I don't. So we want to talk a little bit about how to kickstart your savings for the new year. Five different tools for you there. Might be whipping out a brand spanking new bullet journal, starting a home workout regimen, and are dead set on undoing any bad habits. And on the financial front, you might have lofty ambitions. Maybe you want to save five grand and clean up your credit and say a month's time. Let's take a step back. If you're trying tying in your money goals to New Year's resolutions, it's important to realize that statistically, most resolutions do not stick. According to U.S. News and World Report, most resolutions drop off by mid-February, and 80% of resolutions fail. Wow. You might have the best of intentions. The key might be to start small and use whatever resources are at your disposal. Some simple, no-brainer ways to kickstart your savings for the new year. Number one, figure out future savings needs by looking back. It can be hard to figure out how much you need exactly for your savings. You never know when you'll be thrown a curveball or its size, for that matter. A good place to launch your savings plan. Try this. Look back at your spending from the last 12 months. Explains various professionals in the industry. From there, do the simple math to determine what expenses popped up for you that you had to pay for with debt, like your credit cards. Typically, these expenses are not surprises, such as holiday shopping's. But some of them are, such as medical expenses. So very common this past year. Instead of being blindsided, list out those expenses and save for them in the coming year. Number two, use what you have in your home to make more money. You don't necessarily need to pour a significant amount of resources toward taking 
an online course, going back to school, or starting a small business. It can be as simple as seeing what you have around your home and converting it to cash. Few ideas on how you can use what you have at your disposal in your home to make more money? Sell unwanted items. If you now work from home or are currently unemployed, make the most of the time to go through your clutter. Go through a purge of your belongings to rake in more dough to save. Another way you can go about it is divvying up any extra earnings. Part of it can go toward debt payments. Part of it can go toward savings. Set up a produce stand. If you have trees that are bearing fruit or are harvesting a garden in your yard, consider selling veggies and fruit locally. Most likely won't need a license, but to err on the side of caution, you want to check local rules about selling produce from your backyard. Some places might require it. We may not have too many of those places in Orange County. Sell home baked goods. Along the same lines, if you love to bake, consider offering baked goods for sale. If, see if there's a local chef's food to go or chefs who bake at home type Facebook group. You can join and offer your treats. These groups feature food that prepared in one's home and can be delivered or picked up. One thing to note, check the cottage food laws in your state to see what rules you need to follow. Number three, use the carryover method. There's a month when you actually spent less than you allocated in a given category. Consider saving what you didn't spend. For instance, let's say you spend an average of $500 a month on groceries, and if you spent only $450 one month, put that other $50 away. Do not touch it. If you can't cobble together this leftover money from a few different categories each month, or if you can, perhaps your savings. Number four, pay yourself first, as expert habit builders are known to say. Make it hard for you to do the wrong thing and easy for you to do the right thing. Make it easy for you to save by setting up a system where it's painless to save. One tactic is by paying yourself first. In other words, stash a bit of your take-home pay towards savings and the rest goes toward bills. There are a handful of apps and banks that have built-in features where you can opt to save a percentage each paycheck. Set up auto savings. Instead of fretting over saving that $5 or spending it, set it on autopilot. A lot of times we feel as if we can't afford to save only later to blow $50 on a trip to Target or our favorite clothing store. And by setting up auto transfers to our savings accounts, we can rest easy knowing that we're making steady progress on our savings. Again, the key is to start small. See if you can afford to save $10 a week and bump it up every so often. There's a good chance you might be able to. Here's the concept of that whole area that we're talking about right here. I told you about this once before. And I forgot the name of the book uh, the, the, that I got from um, one, of, one of my mentors. But one of the things I want you to look at, let's see if I can find it because I, I, I know I had it on Audible. So, and, and it's a book that I would highly recommend. It's a little slow to get started, but it was a good book. I can't find it right here right now. Oh, the Richest Man in Babylon. So here's their concept. 10% goes to you first. 20% goes to your bills. The rest, the other 70% is what you've got to live on. Again, 10% to your savings or retirement. 20% to paying off any debt you have. The remaining 70% goes to what is what you need to live on. Just a thought for you. As always, I ask you, set that first radio preset button to come back here and join Ron Siegel Radio, where we only speak about items. Uh, affecting your house and your bank account. Thanks to all of our sponsors. A big thanks to John and Sean who are engineering us today. And, of course, a special thanks to you for spending a little bit of your day with us.
That's all for Ron Siegel Radio. Again, if you have any questions or to meet any of our guests, call me anytime, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or ronsegalradio.com. And remember, make a lot of money so you can help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time on Ron Siegel Radio. I can't be seen, tired, I tried to swim